Doc Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I have with me Nick as always. Hey, what's up? I'm telling you, it was a good call for me to go to the bathroom right before <laughs> we did this. I had, a, I had a lot more liquid in me than I thought. Just in time. Absolutely. You've been talking all fast the whole time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would want time to go faster. Right. I was going to say, you get through all your notes in 30 minutes. <laughs> Let's just call it a short show today. <laughs> okay. So we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, bro? That was cool. Went out. We did some sound um, uh, with our buddy EK. He was downtown doing the, the uh, Fredericksburg Troll Market. So I went out and did some sound with him down there. Saw some cool stuff. What's the Troll Market? What's that? <clears throat> to be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> it was a very weird experience. They had a lot of... Um, well, were they like the trolls in Hellboy? They it's it was kind of like fantasy. It's like some people like they had like the elf ears, and like some people were in like you know like dressed up. A kinda, oh, okay, cosplay kind of stuff. Cosplay kind of, and they were selling like a lot of like um, different like goth type items, like you know like personal art that was made, but it's kind of like darker stuff, you know. So. Oh, okay, yeah, the, like the, Barbie dolls that are fantasy nerds dressed up. Like, yeah. yeah, so it was like yeah, but it was cool. There was a lot of tents out there. A lot of people. Um, I guess Spencer Devin put it on with um, with one of their guys that does events down there. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, thing. Spencer Devin. We're, that's where we're doing our Christmas party this year, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so watch out for that. We're going to be coming up with more information for you. It's December 14th? Yep, December 14th. Is there. At Spencer Devin. So we're going to be having an FXBG Public Radio party. Yeah, make sure you guys come out to that. It's going yeah, to be absolutely. A, it's a free party, I believe. Yeah, so. keep listening, keep sharing and subscribing, and uh, uh, we'll let you. We'll keep you updated once we get the, all the details Sorted out all the deets, all the deets, Mister Deeds got the deets. Man, I tell you, these these people parking. I've seen people like screwing up parking all weekend. I mean, it is so easy to park a car, all right, in between the lines. I mean, why oh why must everybody back into parking spots? Is it that important that you can pull out straight? I mean, it's clear that you're bad at parking in backwards. It's pulling out backwards. So is that the fear? Is that you have a lot of difficulty backing up? So you're afraid of that? Why do they do that? They can't even park straight, coming on straight on. People parking on lines and shit. I don't know why people do that. People do the pull through too. That makes me mad when they pull through from the other side Mm -hmm. and you were about to park there. You're like, man, what what are you doing? I will say I park in between the lines, but I have been noticing lately, which is funny that you mentioned this. In the last two days, I noticed that I park in my spot, but I don't pull up all the way. We're like, I'm like, I get out of the car. and I'm like, that nah, did a good job. You know, like in the truck, it looks like I'm like really close to the car. And then I hop out and I'm like three feet like away. Yeah, because you're so up high up in the truck. You yeah. think you're a lot closer. I think I'm like are. right up on it and I get out and I look and I'm like, eh, yeah, my pretty ass much is, in yeah, there. My ass is hanging out there. A little bit. You know, it's good enough, I guess. I guess. Maybe that's why people are backing in because they got my asses out there halfway in the damn parking lot. You know what I do when people park? Like, take two parking spots. And if you park on the line, you're taking up two parking spots. Mm. I hawk a loogie right on their windshield. <laughs> it's the same amount of disrespect, ladies and gentlemen. It's the same amount of disrespect. Uh, yeah, I don't over the line. That's why I'm just under. I'm under shooting. I was like, dude, I've been doing this. Like, I've noticed that I've done it more than uh, like enough times that I've noticed that I've been doing it where I'm like, hmm. Yeah, if I get, like, I'm already out, you know, it's too late now. I also do that with people who don't have a handicap sticker or a handicap plate. Mm-hmm. And they park in the yep. handicap? One, right on the windshield. What if it is an old lady, though, and she just didn't have her sticker? That'd be messed up. She Obey can't the law. She can't even clean it off. She doesn't know how to use her windshield wipers. It's going to rain eventually. <laughs> And you'd be drinking a lot. Oh, it's all nasty. Too. <laughs> you'd be wishing to watch it. You know, you'd be spreading it more than cleaning it up. <laughs> Gross. You'd be doing it, man. You're nasty. See, if you ever got spent on your windshield because you parked in a handicap, you know spot, who to blame. Call that man for detailing information. Come out there with a newspaper and a spray bottle. <laughs> so uh, I also saw the Joker movie. Oh, yes. This past week. So um, I don't know if this is a spoiler, so I'm just going to say spoiler alerts. Okay. All right. So if you want to skip, I don't know, maybe about 10, 15 minutes. All right. So just step outside. <laughs> you, want, I, you want me to leave? <laughs> yeah, no, should I just go then? Or like, I don't know. 
Well, you got your show later. So you're in on it. You <clears throat> so I think I mentioned on the show that I was dubious about this movie because uh, I think it's an Antifa movie. It's probably an Antifa movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was right. So let's go through the checklist. Uh, social, socially awkward condition, check. Bullied by the patriarchy, check. Uh, caring for and doting upon his very sick mother, check. Severely misplaced daddy issues, check. Resorts to violence, check. Wears a mask, check. Domestic terrorism, check. It's an Antifa movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, but despite all this, the film is expertly shot considering the subject matter. Has a ton of close-up and uncomfortable shots, and it's done intentionally, and it's done very well. It has excellent set dressings with the uh, the filthy urban decay, and it really looks a lot like uh, late seventies, early eighties New York. Right. And um, the use of music and of silence was masterful. It was really well done. Um, uh, some scenes dragged on longer than needed. I think. And I think that was also trying to create that uncomfortable effect. But you know, I don't need to see the Joker dancing around that much. I'm not that like into it. Weird, you know. Yeah, that's that movie quality. You know, how movies do like gotta yeah. have a movie thing in it. Yeah, and I don't care if a Phoenix kid wins any awards for being super proud of his body. I mean, some people could argue day and night about the Joker uh, canon and comic books and how in regards to this flick, but just like over overly shot uh, film, wasting film on jo- Joker dancing, it, it just proves that this is this is an art house movie. This isn't a supposed to be in canon. It's an art house movie. And let it be that. Let it right. be that. Don't care. You know, nitpick the details. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, art house movies are like jazz for cinematographers. It's just joking off, you know. So <laughs> I, off. I guess this movie is supposed to be set in the late 70s or early 80s. But I saw a video store uh, that also sold or rented video games. That seemed out of place. Um, I also saw a, um, <clears throat> no, wait, also someone got excellent video and audio from a random open mic night. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that happened in the late seventies and early eighties. Nobody had an iPhone back then. Listen, all in all, it's a good movie. If you believe young Bruce Wayne wouldn't let a stranger stick their fingers in his mouth. Yeah. Right. Okay. I give it an 11 of 13 stars. Believe it or not. Um, that is if you've never seen Taxi Driver or The King of Comedy. Right. Uh, oh, that reminds me. Uh, Crazy-ass Robert De Niro was in this movie as well. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the third act is excellent. It's top-notch. That is how you do a third act. So 11, did they 11, break it down stars. in two acts, or you, did you break it down like kind of your in your mind? Did it like say, does it have, like, you know how like movies, some movies are structured where they're like, it'll say like specifically, like have like the... Act one. No, it's it's just a basic tenets of storytelling. Right. No, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's when you what tell was... a story, you have to have a first act, a second well, yeah, act. I didn't, no, I know what you say. I just didn't see it, so I didn't know if that was... You know how like sometimes they'd make the movies like it is, like, oh, the chapter one, the the uh, the beginning or whatever. And then well, the like... easiest way to explain the first, second, third act is, explain, is the original Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. The first act was A New Hope. The second act was uh, Empire Strikes Back, which everyone is... is Real bummer, but it's an awesome movie, you know, but bad things happen in it, and that's the second act. And then uh, the third act where, you know, the hero comes back, he's ready to go, and he topples the bad guy. You know, that's the third act. Yeah. So anyway, it's, yeah, ta- it's very much like Taxi Driver. And kind of like, it's like Taxi Driver and King Com- Comedy had a baby and and put paint on his face. Do they, um... I guess without trying to spoil it too much, did they leave it open to make another one, you think? Or do you think they kind of like made it into one story? Um, I guess they could build upon it. Um, I don't think they would. They kind of just made it into one. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know how they build some of these? It's more of a character piece than a superhero movie. Right. So you don't think they'll do like more than one, like kind of trilogy? Well, the question is, the next time they portray Joker in film, what's his makeup going to look like? And who's he going to be? Yeah. yeah, right. They do switch. The Joker gets switched a lot more than Batman yes. does, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. You rarely, yeah. You rarely see Batman wearing his, uh, his right. red bat suit. I don't know if you remember back, like in Silver Age, like Batman had a bunch of different weird colors bat suits yeah he definitely like his first pink, one was pink gray one. i think too yeah but he had different ones for different purposes and stuff like yeah. that like pink one the green one <laughs> i gotta be energy efficient go with the green suit 
Okay, so I got a section here set aside for next picks. What you got going on? Uh, not too much. Got some shows coming up. Um, October twenty twenty second, I believe, down at um downtown Dizzy from Dizzy Thoughts is going to be doing stand up comedy show. So he's going to be down there at Katora doing stand up comedy. So if anybody would like to, anybody else who does stand up comedy would like to come out and do a couple couple minutes on your set. Come on out. That'll be October 22nd at Couture's. Dizzy Thoughts will be out there. Um, obviously, in November, we got the fashion show coming November 23rd. Um, and then you can check out Below the Deck, obviously, always after this show. So. It's at 7.30 to 8. 7.30 to 8.30 on fxbgpublicradio.com. You can go over to the iTunes and subscribe on uh, your podcast if you don't. I don't think mine. Mine's not on the Patreon. So that's all I got for random promotion. I got this song in my head. What's that? Yeah, I'm not really sure. It goes, uh, it's like, uh, it starts out with the uh, the keyboards and the hi-hat, uh, where it's tick, 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 tick on the hi-hat and, uh, and the, you know, it's a synth, the synth side going, and then the bass comes in and it goes, and the Keyboards are going wee. Then the guitars come in. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I figured. You know what? Mm-mm. I was enjoying watching you do that. I was oh. really. I wasn't going to say anything until you were done doing that. I was like, I'm going to let him do this as long as. <laughs> You were you were really in it. You slapped the bass to uh, bass. Then the guitars is coming in hard. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like yeah. I mean, you don't know the name of the song. Though? I was born to run. I was born to dream. The craziest boy you ever uh, gotta do it my way. I don't know. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm really into music, and I think like uh, uh, learning music over the course of my life it uh, really, really kind of. Uh, Help me develop as a person. I think it's, I think it's crucial for everyone to play a musical instrument. In fact, if you don't, I don't really trust you. Everyone's got to speak the language, the language of God, and that's play. what I think music is. I think music is the language of God. If you don't play an instrument, you are coward. I just don't trust you. Mm-mm. I wouldn't say you're a coward. Yeah, nah. They went into that magic probably, trying to trick people with you know illusions and trying to believe something that's not real. <laughs> Witch banner. If I wanted to see magic, I'd have bought a telescope. Anyway, so um, when I uh, I think learning music is an important thing, but I'll tell you one thing. When I think when my niece gets a little older, I'm going to start teaching her ukulele. Now I'll tell you why. I think back to my youth when my parents encouraged me to take band class. Mm-hmm. And I was totally down for it. I totally wanted to learn music. Uh, but I got selected to play the trumpet. Dun, 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 dun. No, that sounds nothing like trumpet. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's more yeah. like a trumpet. I thought you were talking about tuba. <laughs> trumpet sounds like it would be oh, fun to play. Why fat, would you fat not guy play the tuba? I get it. I get it. I, but you said it was unfun. So I was like, oh, no one wants to carry around the fucking tuba. You know what I mean? That's like the worst. Because you have to carry your band stuff like, around like all the time. A phone is better. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, uh, basically is like based upon like who what you were selected for is based upon is if you could do this it's called buzzing and if you could do that you could play pretty much any brass really so um anyway i got my i got me a trumpet and i would practice in my room in my house with my parents and i'm sitting there agonizing over learning the scales but i'm annoying the hell out of my family <laughs> for 5 years i did this for five years, I practiced a trumpet in my room, driving my parents crazy. Then I got out of uh, band because they wanted us to go to marching band or they wanted us to go to jazz band. And uh, uh, we, uh, jazz band. And I was like, I don't want to do marching band because I don't like marching. I don't want to join the military. Ended up joining the Navy. And so, uh, and uh, <laughs> hindsight 2020. Yeah. And then there was a jazz band. And I just said, I don't like jazz. I think jazz is just like. Uh, the Joker movies, just joking off, you know, for for, for musicians. I think joking jazz, off to you jazz. You joking off to you jazz, yeah. <laughs> well, you come up with some of the best titles for oh, our shows. Yeah. <laughs> Jazzing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, and so I quit band, and then I found a deal on a a real good deal on a Tama set drum set, mm-hmm. and my parents let me set it up downstairs. Oh wow, yeah, that's worse than than the trumpet. And for four more years, they patiently endured me learning how to play percussion. Uh, so that's why my parents are all PTSD'd and crazy today, because just me learning to figure out the drums coming from the basement. <laughs> No music going with it. Mm-mm. And so I don't, when I get to be their age, I don't want to be that PTSD and crazy. So I'm going to teach my niece ukulele. Maybe get an electric guitar one day with headphones. Maybe get her a keyboard with headphones, but no brass, no percussion. Woodwinds, maybe, maybe. Are we talking flute or are we talking saxophone? Because it matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. So basically, I don't trust people who don't. No music. Born to please, making love to whoever I please. I want to say my way. Okay, I'll look at that. My way. No way at all. Something like that. Yeah. Well, we can find out. What else you got on your list? Um, uh, EK has been a. Uh, getting me into WoW. <laughs> World of Warcraft Classic is uh, going strong. And uh, yeah, EK, he got me into it because he likes playing it. I'll, I'll be honest, I, I like it too. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to lie. I'm nerdy enough. To hell with you, Gavin McInnes. Um, yeah, so uh, he got me back into this this game and we are like almost like a third of the way through this show and i'm already itching i'm like i gotta get on my server and i'll be honest with you we picked a server based upon what day um they're having their out their uh, scheduled downtime uh-huh. that would make sure it was tuesday so I'd, I'd be forced to write like i couldn't get on the server so couldn't get on a wow so i'll have to be able to write for the show oh wow so uh but yeah, so I'm I'm looking back at this whole World of Warcraft world stretched before me from a level one character on, multiple level one characters on, and I'm just like, am I really ready to do this again? You know? All right. And so uh, I remember back when I was playing Evercrack, I mean, uh, EverQuest, um, I was in the Navy when that game came out, and wow, it washed over my command like a tide. Mm-hmm. Um, it caused at least two divorces. Damn. Yeah. Uh, two guys got in trouble for failing to load crypto on a machine because they were too busy playing EverQuest to remember to do it. Oh shit. Yeah. You can't, (laughs) you can't do that. One guy, this is the best story about EverQuest. One guy went UA, which is AWOL to you in the army Marines. I don't know. Our army. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It means unauthorized absence. Absence without leave. Unauthorized absence. Mm -hmm. Um, he went UA because he locked himself in his room playing EverQuest. Um, I was the senior guy at the barracks at the time. I was a second class, second class petty officer at the time. Mm-hmm. And so um, a warrant officer came up to me and asked me to go with him to go and unplug this guy from the barracks. So we drive over there. We went over the ba- uh, barracks and pounded on the door, shouting, we know you're in there. And he tried to pretend he wasn't there, right? So we went and got the keys. We got into this room, and it was a fucking biohazard, bro. Empty pizza boxes everywhere. That's what I was thinking. Can, can, soda cans everywhere. There were <laughs> bugs. There were flies. It was a nightmare. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. He was still playing EverQuest when we came in. He begged us for him. For, for He begged, begged us to wait for him to get back to a city before we, before we took him out. Oh, wow. And the warrant officer says no and powers off his computer. And he starts throwing this fit. He's like, no, assholes. Oh, you know, officer there and your senior, you know, barracks right. guy, barracks petty officer, basically. No, no assholes. Couldn't wait two minutes. Argh! And I'll never forget this because every time he shouted, Argh! he always did that hard G right at the end. <laughs> And I was just like, damn, he is super pissed. And he's shouting this all the way while we're dragging him through the through the barracks. Wow. Out to the parking lot. What? Yes. 
that hard G every single time. That is phenomenally though, like we had to drag him the ship. It explains like a crazy way though of the addiction that comes with some of that video. Like that's right. It's crazy as some drugs to some people are like heavy into that shit hardcore. Well, it, the games these days, they're sometimes they're they're almost they're hitting the same brain uh, pleasure centers in the right. brain as drugs. Also, but that is those are those the, both those games are um, like that continuous one life game where you have to continuously build up your one character yes. throughout. So, yeah, if you stop, like if you get messed up, you lose all your stuff or whatever. But it's not so much like that now. Um, in EverQuest, it was bad because you'd lose um, uh, uh, experience, right? People get mad at that. So you were playing for hours, and then all of a sudden you're back at like mm-hmm. you, you die. Purpose. And then, yeah, then you lost like six hours of play. Right, man, that's mm. that's crazy. Anyway, so if my writing or the show starts to suffer, um, at all, you can blame World of Warcraft. Uh, by the way, you can find me on the Windseeker server. <laughs> I'm a night elf hunter. Look for Dan Cleef, D A N K L E I F. Lately, I've been hanging around the Red Ridge, Red Ridge Mountains. <laughs> if you know where I'm at. If you're out there. Skinning them boars, you know me. If you're out there, holla at me. <laughs> <laughs> Come out to the mountains. You know, look me up if you're ever out in the Red Mountains. Look up at me. Red Ridge Mountains. Red Ridge Mountains. <laughs> Red Ridge Mountains, specifically. It's funny. I play these massive multiplayer online role-playing games, and I want to be alone. And a lot of people was like, hey, let's quest up and stuff like that. It's like, nah, I want to wander out in the wilderness. Yeah. Kill some animals. I was trying to do my thing. Yeah, yeah you guys are trying to do missions. And I don't coordinate. play video games to meet people. I play video games to get away from people. Yeah, I was trying to get out. But that's a, that's a big thing I was about to say with some of the games that get you into it is that it's that the live action kind of like, it's like second second world. Second life, yeah. Second life, yeah. They used to have that. So, I don't like the games like that because those are like, they can get super weird real quick. Right, where you're you like know, have, having sex with somebody on the game and. But yeah, but people really care about it. Like where you're like, it's like you spend your time in there. You'd stay at home and do that instead of like really going to work. You're yeah. like, I'm at work in the game right mm-hmm. now. I can't go well, to work. They'll, they can make things and sell them. It's mm-hmm. uh, I think in Minecraft they can do that too. It's like you can make certain things and like sell them. Yeah, you can sell stuff to people. My nephew mm-hmm. plays. I don't know how to play, but he's like, I, if I work all day, I can get enough blocks to where I can mm-hmm. sell these. And I'm like, and get well, a real job. Yeah, get a real job. <laughs> He's like, I'm five, dude. <laughs> Whatever, man. I mean, if you're that ambitious, dude. Well, here's here's what I mean. Somebody, you're making pizza for yeah, four somebody, hours. Somebody who's a streamer, you know, and they're making money streaming. Uh, streaming, they're just playing games all day, right. making money streaming because they're getting ads and so forth. Um, I wonder what my grandfather would say to them because me saying it is like, I want to talk on radio. You know, my grandfather would be like, that's. That's, My family doesn't get a real job. This, I have a real job at all. I make more money than all of them. And they still are like, oh, we have real jobs. Some people have to go to work for a living. I'm like, I have a job. I have a whole bunch of jobs. Like, yeah, but you know. You make more money than them? I drive a truck. Yes. And why don't you buy some ads on, uh, go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Buy an ad. Go buy an ad for the show that I'm on? Or anything. Why would I buy an ad for our show? Connecting magazine or anything? I don't know. We can buy ads. They they bear their own ads. Pay their bills. Right. Connected, but shout out connected.net. Yeah. I make a lot of money, but I'm stingy. I don't make a lot of money. Well, that's fine. Okay, just giving it away. To, you know, that's how people just give it away to everybody. Messing with you. We get some sponsors. I'm just trying to say that if you are out there and you're listening, you can uh, become a sponsor by going over to Patreon.com/slash/ShockMonkeyRadio. Uh, we prefer you to go over there and uh, you know subscribe, and then you get full video content. Over the last three weeks, uh, I haven't been able to provide uh, clips because my laptop has been on the fritz, and uh, the gremlins have been attacking it. So I think I got it working now, and so maybe we'll get some clips going now. And the full-length videos will be available to patrons over at patreon.com. Uh, yeah, go check it out, patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. And uh, you can... You could become an advertiser there as well, and you can like hijack the news work no- worth knowing, which is the next segment. I also got some books out there on Amazon.com. Search for the Madman. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I use my real name there, Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's over on Amazon.com. Uh, all for digital download. I got the Three Exit Thirteen story storybooks, and I got uh, Ravings of a Madman and the Bunny Years. 
a memoir. <laughs> and that's Scott Robinson, not Christopher Robinson. If you're looking up bunnies and Robinson, you might get the wrong thing. Scott L. <laughs> Robbins with two T's and two Robbins. B's. <laughs> I was making a joke. Winnie the Pooh joke. You know. <laughs> I would throw some around here, but I, I don't think I could blame it on it. Your computer's up here. You just got it fixed. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Chuck away. You can mess around and bounce off the mic and knock the beer over. It is perfectly just yeah. sabotage it. So you got news worth knowing? Yeah, the news worth knowing is coming up. So, um, yeah. Are we going to talk about eating babies? No, I'm kind of over it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that, that news kind of came and went. Um <laughs> It was really important. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> uh, so what you got I, hope, I hope that incident doesn't end up in any history book. Uh, oh, dude. Anyway, uh, Drexel University to pay nearly $200,000 after a professor used federal grant money at strip clubs, sports bars for 10 years. Who didn't notice that for a while? Right. Um, so I think, this, I think this story is about why they want everyone to get free college because they want to steal from our pockets tax other pa- taxpayer taxpayer dollars Blech. well here's a funny story that plays off of that you know they had kansas had to apologize because they had snoop dogg come out and do a performance yeah. and he brought like strippers, strippers and stuff like that the guy said that he was like on the paperwork it said they'd have acrobatic dancers so i thought it was gonna be like circus delay or something and he's like i didn't know these days what acrobatic dancers means but i would have loved to have been hanging out with snoop that night I just what... his reaction is like what they they knew they were hiring Snoop Dogg. What? I brought these strippers <laughs> to the college. You didn't know? Play? What? We're going to do it anyway. You know what I mean? That's like, oh, man. Y'all didn't know? Snoop Dogg, baby. Yeah, that was like early last week, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. sometime last week. They've been, yeah. they been backtracking, apologizing, which is just funny because how many basketball or sports programs are just getting involved? College sports rams and uh, strippers, apparently, coming together. <laughs> Anyway, so we're talking about Drexel University tonight. Yes. Uh, it's a former professor. He spent nearly $200,000 on federal, of federal grant funds to bankroll a decade of visits to a CD strip clubs and sports bars in Philadelphia. Uh, prosecutors say the Pennsylvania school must now pay back the misused money. The Department of Justice announced Monday an agreement with the Philadelphia-based school where Drexel agreed to play pay $189,000 It's $189,062 to resolve liability. Um, after it was discovered that Dr. Forgive me. Chick Udenaka D. Nwankpa submitted, quote, improper f- charges against federal grants. Sounds Asian. I guess. I don't know. Mil- or uh, Hawaiian, maybe? I have no idea. Yeah, no. I mean, I was yeah. just saying that's. It was just. <laughs> it's it hard just to adds say. to it's, the picture yeah. of in my mind where I'm like trying to picture like this guy that's like yeah. got a real job, yeah, and you're like, you know what I'm now, gonna do? Now he's ethnically ambiguous. I don't. It doesn't know matter, but yeah, I'm just saying it's just the mindset. I'm just trying to picture this guy's face that like you decided to, yeah, steal the money and go to a strip club though. Yeah, he was uh, serving as head of Drexel's Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering. Oh. Yeah, when prosecutors said he spent the majority of the federal research funds on, quote, gentlemen's clubs and sports bars. The Department of Justice began their investigation into him. Uh, I'm not going to say his name again. Uh, in 2017, after the university conducted its own probe, discovering that from July. So, yeah, they noticed it. From July 2007 to April 2017. He submitted paperwork against the grants for personal purchases such as iTunes and for goods and services provided by cheerleaders, Club Risque, and Taconi Club, strip clubs in the Philly area. (laughs) Shout out those strippers getting that college money. Yeah, he immediately resigned from his position. He repaid uh, $53,328. Out of, but how much did he spend? Almost $189,000 change. (laughs) So he didn't even come close to nope. what he got. Nope. Bad news. He's also barred from federal government contracting for six months. Oh, is that all? Yeah, this is from U.S. Attorney William, U.S. Attorney William M. McSwain. He said in a statement, "This is an example of the flagrant and audacious fraud, and a shameful misuse of public funds. The agencies providing these grant funds expect them to be used towards advancement in energy and naval technology for public benefit, not for personal entertainment." It seems weird that you'd have to say something like that. I mean, it goes, I feel like <clears throat> there was an old Jeff Foxworthy joke that he said that. And he's like, I was getting 
He's like having a baby, and he was like, "You don't have sex after the water breaks." And he's like, "The only thing I'm thinking is." The reason that they mention this is that somebody has done this before, yeah. which is why, like, now yeah. it's in the rules. Like, it wasn't in the rules. You're like, it wasn't in the rule book that said I couldn't do it. And you're like, because I thought it went without saying. <laughs> like, we thought that it did. you like, but if it's not in the rule book, then it's not against the rules, right? You're like, oh, man. Yeah, there's. That's horrible. World. Here's the thing. Is he getting criminal charges? Did it say anything about that? Or doesn't say he, anything about that. He just like, I quit my job. My bad, dude. You know, it's my. They got to have, because I guess they can't assume whose money it was, except for the government. Well, don't colleges send bills? Wouldn't they send bills to him? Don't you think that they'd keep they sending a bill to him? They would have to do something until he paid it back or something. Like, there's got to be something, because there's no way you just get away with that. Yeah, maybe we'll get a... Unless other people were in. I don't know. Maybe that's an, wild. Yeah, maybe we'll get another grant to pay that one off. Uh, who knows? Yeah, uh, I need to borrow some money, because I owe like $180,000. <laughs> This is not personal. This is for school stuff. I owe the school money, so real, can I borrow some money? Yeah. This is not for strippers. This is for you guys. You can send a grant in a request for grant money for your own. Got to pay back money for that I stole from you guys. For it, rem- it reminds me of that, um, what was that movie? Uh, uh, Idiocracy, mm-hmm. where the military guy went to hang out with this, with the uh, pimp slash drug dealer. Uh-huh. I forget his name. But uh, and he comes and he pitches this. He's a colonel, and he comes and pitches this idea to these generals and stuff like that about the human um, project. And he's been hanging out with this pimp for a while, drinking Cavassier and hanging out with strippers, and <laughs> having a blast, right? And so he comes up with this presentation and uh, saying, "Like, first, I need to start about where a pimp's love comes from." It's t- <laughs> <laughs> and it's I, I love it because you know sometimes it gets like that oh man military and civilian interacting he was like i was paying for these girls college that's what i was using the money for they were enrolled in the school that's what they said they were using the money that's what all strippers use their loop. money for it's just a big loop they're, paying, she, they're all paying tuition strippers use money for, for school that's what she told me so she was in class. Oh, hey, geez. Professor Wanky, <laughs> you want some tonight? Um, oh, man. Oh, man. She's like, am I going to get that A? And she's grinding him. <laughs> I don't even have a job. I'm not even a professor. <laughs> I'm just in control of the grant money. I'm just a, a head, of the, head of the department. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually teach classes or work with anybody. That is horrible, horrible. Yeah. As a, I mean, here's a big thing though too. Doing something like once or twice is like cool, but like when you yeah. get like he got away with it in like For ten years and just kept on going though. Like at what point are you not like you don't think he's just like I don't even give a shit. I don't think they haven't found out yet. After about two years, I think he, if they haven't found out yet, I don't know if they ever will. Right? Nah, dude. That means that you're just making it hotter. That's your odds go up. It's like skydiving. When you're like you want to go with a guy who's been skydiving like. 200 to 400 times the guy that's like a thousand you're like dude your odds are up to like yeah. you're ready to miss one dude like i've been i've been on a thousand missions you'll be safe with me like nah let me go with the guy who's been on like two three you know just in the mid-range and I'm trying to get those statistics up you know one in a thousand you're up there on a thousand you're ready for one but that's what happens and that's that's ridiculous though that's fucking pushing the limit dude that's ballsy very ballsy, ballsy to do, like ballsy. for real. Well, that's what I mean. It's like people are upset about you know um, these schools anyway because they get federal grant money and they, what they're spitting out are these crazy liberals that didn't learn anything about science, technology, engineering, or mathematics. Right. Well, that's what I mean. I was I was ranting about this the other week about my show, and that's I'm not saying you shouldn't go to college, but I definitely like job training is way more important because people like they. You don't understand the scam with the money until you get a degree for nothing. And that's why, like, I was trying to tell my brother that, like, how you going to get a, a Fran- like a liberal arts degree in French paintings? How many jobs do you think are going to actually, like, how many people are looking? He's like, there are jobs that exist where people do appraise paintings. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And somebody already has that job. Yeah. That's why. There's one or two people who have that job because... It's very unnecessary job. Yeah, there's very few people who need to do that for yeah, society. When are you gonna go? Oh, we just need this painting appraised. That's a very these like yeah. antique road show. I'm like, dude, how many people get hired at antique road show? That's what irritates me about uh, the military with officers is they'll come, they'll spend like four years and they'll get a degree in, you know, nineteen, you know, seventeenth century French poetry right. or something like that, and then they come in and they start bar- barking orders like 
they know what the fuck is up. Yeah, I've been here for four years doing this job already, motherfucker. Just, I already just know. Let's out little quotes in French. You know, it's like, <laughs> what is that? Is that what you learned? Is that why you can't? Is that, is that why I have to salute this asshole? <laughs> yeah, that is that is funny. I mean, it is. It's different ways. I don't know. You know, I, I would say. I mean, if it's for you, I guess. Go. I mean, but it seems like a a big. Like it's it's really crazy because it is not like guaranteed. Where like and they don't tell you they let you do that shit. We're like, I did accounting in college, and because of that one time I got a job, like some right. side job, somebody let me do yeah. accounting because they're like, you know how to do this specific mm-hmm. job. Yep. And I'm like, I kind of know how to do, it. and they're like, nah, but you know, you know, like the basics, easy yeah, I, enough. I'm mostly focused on my computer class. Yeah, but you're like, you're not even web like, design. There's specific. You need to specifically have a job if you go to college in mind. That's the point. That you so want to get do skills. You got to get skills to do. Yeah, to specifically do a job because a lot of other jobs, when people don't realize that most of your jobs fucking train you anyway. No matter yeah. how much college you go to, you have to go to training when you get there. They're like, no matter what you learned. In your college yeah. this is how we do it this is how we want you to do it absolutely i'm gonna move on to this next story uh fortnite company make face class action lawsuit over claims game as addictive as cocaine <laughs> we, were, we mentioned that earlier yeah but i mean that's hard to... uh the maker of fortnite may face a class action lawsuit in canada yeah of course after two parents of teenage sons alleged last week the company purposely designed the multiplayer multiplayer video game to be as addictive as cocaine according to reports the montreal-based law firm i want to say calex calais legal calais filed a motion in quebec superior court thursday on behalf of two parents who approached them approached the firm separately about their 10 and 15 year old sons who they claim developed a severe dependence upon the game usa today reported (laughs) the suit which has yet to be approved by the court uh, seeks to hold U.S.-based video game publisher Epic Games, uh, Incorporated, as well as its Canadian affiliate based in British Columbia, accountable for using the psychologists for using psychologists and statisticians to develop quote the most of addictive game possible. The uh, quote continues: "The addiction of uh, to the game Fortnite has real consequences on the lives of players, many of whom have developed problems such as they do not eat." Do not shower and do not socialize. Yeah, that reminds me. That dude stunk to high heaven. He hadn't yeah. bathed in a while. Um, uh, moreover, rehabilitation centers specifically dedicated to addiction to Fortnite have opened all over the world, particularly in Quebec and Canada, to treat people for addiction. Oh, wait. Oh, they're French-Canadian. I should. Moreover, rehabilitation centers hey. specifically dedicated to addiction to Fortnite have opened all over the world, particularly in Quebec and Canada, to treat people for addiction. I'm going to tell you something. They're French Canadian. I'm going to tell you something for real that I've been waiting to say about this because you can't say that Fortnite addiction is the same as cocaine because I know a guy who was addicted to cocaine and he told me when he stopped doing cocaine, he was shitting blood. And I have never seen anybody stop playing a video game Shit, blood. No uh, one's ever told me that in real life. He was like, checking the was... bathroom after the kids leave it, or I didn't ask them. They would have said something, dude. I mean, I don't know. I don't. They're not addicted though. They don't play like like if you let them. But I mean, if you're like, yo, it's dinner time. They're like, oh, pause that should be. But that's all, man. You can't say it's addictive as cocaine. That's crazy. And also, you can't steal a TV. To go buy Fortnite points because you need the damn TV. So you're not like, oh, man, it's just as bad as cocaine. Your kids ain't stealing your TVs to go buy Fortnite shit because they need the TV. So it's not the same as cocaine. You got to, like, lower it down and not. You, you don't know, man. I mean, there could be dudes who are, like, offloading stuff that they stole to a guy who's like, you know, Fortnite points. Send me money to PayPal. Ven- what's but Venmo? you can't yeah. sell the TV. You know, that's the why. Where they're like, oh, you stole my TV. My cousin stole my TV. They're not going to steal the TV because they need to use it to play the game. So the <laughs> TVs are safe. They're checking silvers. <laughs> <laughs> you got an old stereo in the corner. We'll take yeah, it. yeah. We'll take it something else. But they're not going to sell that TV. So, I mean, you can't compare it to the traumas of cocaine. That right. should be real. These lawyers went on to say, the defendants use the same tactics as the creators of slot machines or variable reward programs to ensure the dependence of its users. Children are particularly 
vulnerable to this manipulation since their self-control system in the brain is not developed enough. How oh, that's me trying to do a French Canadian accent. They're good. basically saying it's like it's like slot machines and it's yeah. That makes more sense though. There you go. You oh, it's like cocaine, but it's like got the same method as slot machines. Well, why'd you go with cocaine? Why didn't you just say it was like a gambling thing for kids? And people are gonna be going to Vegas to play Fortnite. Yeah, they pro- <laughs> they already do. They <laughs> already it's do. actually a tournament out there for real. So they do, but I mean, that's the biggest thing with that man. It's not a physical condition. It's like you mentally yeah. not wanting to do it or being sucked into it. It's a psychological di- dependence. It's you not a won't dependence. stop. But yeah. if you pulled the plug on it, you freaked you. That guy freaked out, but he didn't die. He was just like after a minute, you're like, hmm, I've been stuck in that game for like you know what I mean. It's like Jumanji. You're like, I just came to get you. Been living in that game for so fucking long, you forgot. And you're like, what? I'm here to save you, bro. You ever seen a movie called Existence? With I don't a Z. believe so. Why Pretty, is that the same kind of thing? No, nah, it's a really cool movie, I think. It's a sci-fi kind of like gaming movie. It's it's really cool. Yeah. Check it out if you haven't seen it. But I mean, that's how it is. There was a movie that had Bruce Willis in it where you go you lock yourself into virtual reality and they live like in the virtual reality world, but they're yeah. all like older people and shit, and they have to like break them out of this thing. But that's kind of like what it's like. You like living in that more than you like living in Did you see that Black Mirror episode where the dude got him that VR game that they fighting game? Uh-uh. Oh man, it's fucking weird. Um his friend got he's like he got him involved in this VR fighting game where you plug it in, you you play these like real fit like martial arts characters to do a uh-huh. fighting game and stuff like that. And the character he chose is like a female and the one he chose is always male. And they start screwing in the video game. Ah uh, man. Yeah. So it sounds it's like super it's weird. Right. Yeah. It's super uncomfortable. Uh, anyway, I'm going to move on to this next story. Speaking of uncomfortable That shit fun, probably happens all the time. That shit yeah. probably happens all the time, oh, like man. in Second Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, National Park Service is warning visitors about aggressive elk. Please keep your distance. Uh, don't get in a rut. Um, nah. <laughs> elk have returned to North Carolina, Tennessee area after being absent for nearly two centuries due to overhunting. And now the National Park Service is warning visitors and residents to watch out. Um, they're being urged to stay away from elk, the large animals, which are bigger than black bears and can weigh between 500 and 700 pounds, pounds, according to the NPS. Uh, they were always known to be aggressive and the park service explained, stating they charge in order to defend themselves. Quote, if you see an elk on the Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge Parkway, please keep your distance in order to maintain their safety, um, and your own. Uh, according to the National Park Service, 52 elk were reintroduced to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park in t- 2001 and two. The elk population in the area dwindled by the mid-19th century due to overhunting and less uh, loss of habitat. Since being reintroduced, the uh, elk have made a comeback to the mountains in western North Carolina and the southernmost por- portions of the uh, Blue Ridge Parkway and surrounding areas. All right, uh, park rangers have warned about uh, aggressive elk attacks at other parks, especially Yellowstone National Park. Uh, recently, an attack, an elk attack occurred in Colorado, injuring two people. In video of the incident wit- uh, recorded by a witness, why? Why would you do that? Take a video of you getting an elk? Anyway, because get dude, beat up by an elk. Hold on. It's been a thing, though. You want to take the picture so damn bad. Yeah, you want the you want those hits on YouTube. I got to get it, dude. There was a girl who almost got headbutted by a goat. She was like, l- watched it lunge at her twice, and then she was like, she stood up right at right as it was coming in to knock her ass out. Why are you standing that close to a wild animal? They're wild animals. That's the biggest part of the name. Yep. Because it's the rut. It's the breeding season. This is a quote from uh, the CPW spokesman. Jason Clay. Oh, it uh, is breeding. It's the rut, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, bull elk will be very aggressive and defend their harems or just fuck you. Don't get fucked by an elk. Stay safe. Dude, that would be nice. Carry a weapon. Uh, let the elk move away on their own. Uh, never get that close because something like this could happen. That better be an antler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dude. Yeah, they... When, uh, yeah, this time of year is always the rut. It's when uh, all of them yeah. are out. I was looking at the all I horny, saw two, crazy. two um, little, like, whatever they're called, the baby deer today. And I was like, man, those deer look brand new. And I was like, oh, and now you just said that. And I was like, it is, it is right around that time where everything's fucking. Yeah. Well, the deer, you know, everything else is getting ready. Uh, not, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. not me. Not me. 
It ain't February yet. Isn't that supposed to be? Oh, no, it is about to be that time of year. Everybody, uh, what's that? That take me back time of year where everybody's jumping, you know, because it's the holidays or something where they're yeah. like, Everybody yeah. kind of like starts to try to get with somebody just because. Well, I mean, I I really do think that the most the time you get laid the most is probably like around um, Halloween, maybe Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas. And I'll tell you why. Because you'll be back in town, in your hometown, mm-hmm. um, for the holidays, either for Thanksgiving or Christmas. And somebody will hit you up and say, hey, I'm also in town. What I you up to? Yeah. I live here. Holla at me. I'm, in, I'm still here. Y'all coming home? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would get in trouble. That stuff happens, man. I don't know if my girl will be watching this. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know if she get this far into it, though. Let's go to the Fantastic Adventures of Florida Man. Oh, man. Florida Man allegedly gave alcohol, uh, gave an alligator beer and enticed him to bite him. Uh, Florida Man has been arrested for allegedly attempting to bait an alligator into biting his arm and pouring a beer in the reptile's mouth. The incident uh, reportedly occurred August 26th when Timothy Kepke... Uh, 27 of Hobie Sound was out with his friend Noah Osborne, 22. According to reports, Osborne caught the alligator and Kepke uh, attempted to entice the animal to bite his arm and poured the alcoholic beverages in the animal's mouth. It's not shared how large the alligator was. Here's the thing. You don't need to get an alligator drunk to get him to bite you. Also, alligator's like 200 pounds. You probably didn't even Give him drink enough. a beer. Yeah. yeah, you didn't even get him drunk. That's why he bit your ass. Didn't make him feel warm. Should have jumped Jack Daniels down in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> get him drunk enough. Yeah, so the pair were arrested on October 3rd and charged with one felony count. Of what? Of Getting unlawfully an drunk? taking an alligator. That doesn't make sense. You're not allowed to take In Florida? You're allowed to kill alligators, I thought. But maybe you can't. Maybe during hunting. Maybe you season. can't keep them. It might be during seasons. You can't though, keep it as pets because know. you know, like you're only allowed to hunt deer and turkeys certain seasons. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they took it. It's alligator season. Maybe yeah. Maybe they took it out of season yeah. or something. Uh, authorities were tipped off about the illegal treatment of the animal by a complaint <laughs> from the source of the Flor- uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Um, video of the incident was reportedly taken and shared. Kepke admitted to be the man in the video on September 17th, but told officers he was not drunk during the incident. I gave the, the alligator my beer. You saw yeah. it clearly in the he video. Was, he was the one who was drinking. He must be at fault. He's drunk. That alligator was drunk, sir. Yeah. He told officers he and Osborne released the alligator alive. If convicted, they could face fines and possible jail time. Probably fine. Well, I'd like to take this moment to just shout out the good fucking law work down there in Florida out there. Just really getting these guys. Just, you know, that was probably the one, you know, the guy out there getting this alligator, gave him a beer. Get this guy. Get him off the streets. We need these people. These are the Florida people that we need off the streets. The guy that's giving alligators beer. You know how many fucked up stories I heard about Florida this week, and they didn't catch not one of them. You, hey, we got the guy who got the alligator drunk. You don't know how many stories I got to pick from Fucking when I do a Florida man him. segment. Dude, that's always it's the funniest one. They always do that. That was the uh, there was a joke on the ATL thing about that. That's right there. And they're like Flor- the legend of Florida man. Like yeah. you've never heard of Florida man. Yeah. You're like, what? They're like he does everything, but that's. So what, man? Yeah, you so got an what? alligator drunk? Did he didn't even kill the alligator? Again, yeah, it was some. It was some SJWs. They're feeding that animal bear, and that's right. not right. It's a, it, that's, calling the place for that. That's a big thing, dude. You can't force an alligator to drink beer. Also, like, if you see your neighbor holding an alligator and pouring beer into his mouth. You fucking watch that shit, dude. You don't fuck. You get your camera out and film that shit because something bad's about to happen. You know what I mean? That's your moment to get your YouTube in. Like, you, yo, like this guy, your neighbor's holding an alligator. You, I'm called the police. They're gonna take care of this. All right, I got another story here. Passengers on American Airlines flight to North Carolina possibly esp- exposed to hepatitis A. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, American Airlines flight from San Francisco to Charlotte, North Carolina may have been exposed to hepatitis A, officials recently revealed. The 18 passengers on the September 21 flight of, of were con- contacted about possible exposure, and all have since been vaccinated against the highly contagious liver infection, the Charlotte Observer reports. A spokesperson for the Mecklenburg County Health Department told the newspaper the risk was limited only to the passengers on the flight. 
a spokesman to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, uh, told Fox News in a statement on Tuesday that a flight attendant was leaked, was linked to the virus. Uh, this is a quote. Uh, for HIPAA Privacy Act related reasons, we cannot disclose specific information about the team member involved in this matter. However, once informed by the CDC of a team member potentially uh, carrying carrying infectious disease, American Airlines policy is to immediately remove the individual from service until all necessary health measures have been completed in accordance with CDC guidance. In an airline statement, the airline said in a statement to WSOC. So they're just going through protocol. So here's, It wasn't a big deal. Though. Here's the most important paragraph right here. Okay. The liver infection is caused by hepatitis A virus, according to the CDC. The virus typically spreads when a person eats or drinks something that has, quote, contaminated by a small, undetected amounts of stool from an infected person. There you go. Did the flight attendant poop in the water? They did it. They were just saying it could be. If you have it, if you have it, and now you're serving drinks to somebody. Maybe you didn't wash your hands after the bathroom or you could have it. Because I know A sounds wild now because now it's making me like of ass. Like A, hepatitis A is from the ass one. Because I know that C is the one that they get from like the drugs and shit. Like sharing needles or fucking. So I know that's the sex one. Yeah, so B and, B and C, they're, they, um, they're different viruses. And so they... Um, uh, people may be sick for several weeks, but usually recover. Because, yeah, I had to get, um, I think back in the day, dude, they used to give everybody those those shots that you had to go get vaccinated for A and B. I don't know if they did C, but I know for sure they used to do, like, like you had to go, like, you didn't have yeah. to, but it was, like, recommended that you did. Yeah, vaccinate, do it. vaccinate, vaccinate. Yeah, I did that shit at school. I remember having to go get those shots at, like, why at school. They used to, like, provide this thing. They're like, if you guys haven't been vaccinated, and you're like, yeah, I don't want to get some disease. I saw that movie, uh, what was it called, Contagion? Any movie, dude. You can fuck around and turn into a zombie or something. Your dick fall off. Nobody wants that. Oh, man. She'll be nuts, dude. And that's why you never know what's happening until it's too late. You know what I mean? Like, if you're fucked up, you don't realize, like, oh, my dick's about to fall off until, like, your dick starts falling off. And then you're like, oh, no. It's fucking like, oh, how do you know your dick's falling off? You're like, one of my balls fell out of my sack today. And you're like, oh, no. What the fuck? You're like, I don't know. The doctors yeah, like there's nothing we can do. People just ignore. It's like it's not real. It's like kind of like uh, Al Capone and his syphilis. Yeah. Do you know about him? Yeah. It's just yeah. Like he, he died. Had like, he had like blood and pus coming out of his dick, and he's like, eh, it's not really a problem. I don't know if they knew what to do back then, though. You think they knew? No, they had treatment for that stuff. They had treatment. Did they? Oh yeah. They had treatment for syphilis. They used to widely do it. My funniest thing about the civils one is maybe they do that shit to scare you, but they're like, yo, if you got to go get tested, they're going to stick a Q-tip in your dick. My thing is, if you think I have civils, just give me the damn fucking medicine, man. I'm not going to die from taking it. Like, what the fuck? Why we got to do? Like, just, Can we just yeah, give me the whatever, you know, whatever. Do we have to go through that uncomfortable part? Yeah. What? Why did you? I feel like this part is unnecessary. If you think <laughs> that I have it, like, just go ahead and give, give me the me- meds. Yeah, this is like some sort of antibiotic that you're giving. I'm not going to die from taking the medicine if I don't have it. But if I do have it, it'll clear it up. <laughs> do, so we, like, do, we, do we have to go through this process? Yeah. Why? What's up with the Q-tip, man? I feel like this is like this is personal to make me not want to do this again. This I is, just imagine you arguing as this dude's coming towards you with a Q-tip. And it's like, oh, do, do, do we really need to do this, sir? Don't even bring it out. No, just give me the damn pills, man. <laughs> Uh, I got one more story here. Um, usually, I I, I I try to end with a positive note, but um, I couldn't really find one any uh, more poignant than this. And I caused this. Uh, I call this one poison rationality. Uh, Georgetown student reacts after protesters shut down DHS secretary. Yeah, Georgetown University students were left disappointed after protesters forced acting homeland homeland security uh, secretary Kevin. McAllen, McAllen, uh, sorry, I can't pronounce it. Uh, to end a planned speech, campus reform correspondent know, Justin Drewer said on Tuesday. Um, Drewer, a Georgetown student, said that students at the annual immigration conference showed up to sp- specifically hear uh, him and felt slighted by protesters who shut down the secretary. Before the secretary even began to talk, protesters should, stood up and shouted, "When immigrants come under attack." What do we do? Stand up. Fight back. 
quote, a lot of my fellow students are disappointed at the behavior of the protesters because they have uh, a unique opportunity as students to, at Georgetown to have speakers such as the secretary and other government officials to offer perspectives and experience with us, Drewer explained. And it's valuable insight that we have in, uh, into blah, blah, blah. Anyway, what happened is that he, he was up there he was trying to make a speech and these protesters came up and they started doing their chants and, you know, just trying to get on CNN or something. I don't know. <laughs> and so... You know how that shit goes. I guess that's what they're trying to do. And so it's... Uh, he ended up just, like, folding up his stuff. He said, turns to the people who invited him. He said, thank you, and just walked out. And I, I think that... I think that it takes a lot of poison rationality to do that. I was like, you're the, you're DHS head of DHS. You don't have time for that bullshit. I mean, everybody, that's the biggest thing though. That's been happening lately is that it seems like because social media is out, everybody feels like they have to address everything where you're like, I don't even feel like you're doing your job because you're so worried about like, that's the whole point of what it used to always be is like, shut up. You know what I mean? I hear you, but like, shut up. I got to go do this work here. And that's what needs to be done. You're, oh, I got to make a statement about what happened yesterday. And people do no, the Yankees don't make a statement when some dude jumps on the fucking field. They, they turn off the cameras now. So you don't get any field play. So nobody else wants to do it. And they fucking take your ass off of there and they kick you out. That's just simple as it should be, dude. Don't come to real events to do your protesting. Set up your own little thing. These are real meetings and real things. That's not like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, this has been the habit of, uh, I mean, you got to think about it. It's like this guy's the head of the Department of Homeland Security. Right. He's got a real so, job. So he knows. He's give, been given information about all these people like Milo Yiannopoulos, like uh, Gavin McInnes, like Ben Shapiro, where these people will go to speak at an event and then all these people will come out and protest them. Right. And create a ruckus. And, and, you know, some some people tough it out longer than the Department of Homeland, head of Department of Homeland Security. But if you're a guy like Milo Yiannopoulos and your whole job is pissing people off, then you're going to stick it out and try to get your words in and spend the hour as the people are like jumping up in front of you and and challenging you and trying to shout you down. Well, you just not. That's what I mean. It has nothing to do like you yelling at somebody doesn't actually change. Like, that's why it's so stupid. Like that girl, when she started yelling. We were talking about this last week. It threw everybody off. It, that's all yeah. it did. It just threw everybody off. And you're like, oh, shit, everyone's throwing off. Like, nobody knows what you talked about except for what your point was, except for the fact that you said you eat babies. And that shit was weird. And that's all. You're fucking crazy. And that's why. And anybody doing that to me, though, is crazy. You're too radical for my idea. That's why. That's not like it doesn't seem like it's helping. It seems radical, I think. I was talking to EK about it earlier. We were talking about like some feminist issues um, and about like, you know, like the joke one time about like, oh, we should uh, do the duct tape thing and make the video. You know, that stupid, oh, that stupid right, joke. Right, and yeah. then they're like, well, I don't think any women should be done. They're like, well, why? Well, why would it be? It was about me. Yeah, you were talking specifically about- talking to me about me. So yeah. why? So it would be OK for you to do that to me. So now we're not. Now it's not equal. Right. It's just your agenda that you want to push. And now that's why I know that you don't, you don't have a full you, idea of you don't it because have, you're you don't just have yelling quali- at me. Yeah. You don't have a quality on the brain. You're yelling at me about something and that's all you care. Oh, I'm just saying, you're saying the same thing over and over, never actually getting a point across. You're just saying the same thing and that could be answered. And then you're still saying, but when are they going to free the people? And you're like, I just told you we got a plan that we're working on 45 days. Hopefully we can get it done. Like I, but when are the people going to get free? Like, you only came here with one fucking idea, and I, uh, now I answered you. A lot of people liked it. Last, last week, we did a segment about, about Greta Thunberg, and a lot of people liked that. Um, That's what I was saying. How did she get the meeting over somebody important? Exactly. And so, uh, uh, ah, shit, I lost my point. Greta Thunberg. Coming Thunberg. Uh, Thunberg. Fuck her name. Thunberg. Fuck her name. Uh, we for- I forgot. People were talking last week when we were talking about it. Yeah, and, and uh, shit, I lost it. I was I trying lost to bring it, it back. No, <laughs> I was I trying to bring it, it back. It's gone. Well, fuck anyway, her anyway. Anyway, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll eventually remember it. Uh, maybe I'll post it up on Facebook later. Look for us on Facebook, Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook. Um, please become a patron of our Patreon.com slash Shock Monkey Radio. Um, the last three 
episodes. I got them in full up on my YouTube channel. Search for the Madman Lowercase or Shock Monkey Radio on YouTube, and you'll find my channel. Please like, share, and subscribe, because that helps me out a lot. Um, becoming a patron helps a lot. We appreciate you. And um, yeah, it's seven o'clock. I'm the Madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm Nick. As always, check out Below the Deck 730 on fxbgpublicradio.com. I'll be here next week with Shock Monkeys Radio.